Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrienne Delgado, and in this podcast, you will get practical nutrition and health tips for both you and your entire family. I am a registered dietitian. I'll give you step-by-step plans to reach your goals, easy tips to stay motivated, and my favorite recipes that I know you will enjoy too. Nutrition and health doesn't have to be boring or grueling. Let's enjoy the journey while we strive to reach the destination together. So grab your water bottle and notebook because it's time to get started. Guys, I am so excited for today's episode because we have our very first guest. I cannot wait to introduce you to him. He is smart. He is funny. Probably the hardest worker that I've ever met. He's kind and he's my firstborn son. Guys, I want to introduce you to my son, Jake. Jake, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. All right, guys. Now, I've already warned Jake, you cannot give me typical teenage answers. We're going to have to go a little bit above and beyond the the yes and no. So we're going to see how this goes. But Jake has recently changed his diet uh, to eating a more vegan diet. And so I wanted to... um, I wanted to interview him for a couple reasons. Number one, uh, because... This is about, the show is about my family and it's about food and nutrition. And so this is a great opportunity for you to meet him. But number two, some of you may be thinking about adding more plants to your diet or converting over to vegetarianism or veganism. I don't even know if that's a word, but some of you may be thinking this might be a lifestyle I want to try, but I don't know how to get started. And so we're going to talk to Jake today about his journey and what he has learned through the process and maybe some tips on how you too can get started adding more plants. So Jake, how would you describe your diet before you changed to vegan? Um, I ate a pretty typical diet. I ate everything from meat to dairy and vegetables. Um, I liked fairly a lot of vegetables. Um, I definitely didn't eat that great. I ate a lot of snacks. I ate out of boredom. And I ate a lot of sugar. Now, when you say snacks, what kind of snacks are you talking about? Just snacking, like, after school. Eating, like, half bags of pretzels without even knowing I was that deep into the bag and just getting distracted and... And so what made you try a vegan diet? I was thinking about eating a healthier diet for a while, but I didn't really know when to start for a while. Sometimes I would try dieting, like really hard diets, and I would go a long time with just eating salads. And by the end of those diets, I would just be eating the same snacks over and over again, and it just wouldn't work. So when I saw this documentary about being vegan and how it can help you have a better lifestyle that was like the final push that got me to try it now I'm talking I'm using my mom hat and my dietitian hat what made you want to try different diets I guess I mean Jake is a very you know he's in decent shape he plays three sports a year Uh, what would make you want to to diet per se 
sports performance was one of the things I wanted to be better at. I definitely wanted to be better physically and better mentally in my health. Okay. So I guess a question would be, now you made a big leap. You went right from eating everything to going completely vegan. So why vegan and not vegetarian? Why why that's that leap? Um, one of the things in the documentary that I watched about being vegan was that all animal products can cause different things to your health and not just meat. So I wanted to take out everything that was dairy and meat from my diet and just start over with all plants. And so, guys, if you're wondering what documentary he's referring to, it was called Game Changers. It was on Netflix. Now, we watched the the documentary because a lot of my clients were coming into the office asking questions about it. So I made our whole entire family. Uh, well, I, should, I lie because there was some language in there. I made the older kids watch it with me just because mom never gets to pick a movie. So I was like, guys, we're watching a documentary tonight. And the... The whole goal of it was not to convert my family. It was just to, number one, educate them on eating more plants in their diet. And number two, to be to gain more knowledge and be mentally prepared for those conversations in my office. I had no clue that um, my kids were going to take it so seriously and want to try it. But, of course, I wanted to to support them in their journey. Now, when it comes to that documentary, you know, we have to be careful when we watch things like that because they are very one-sided. They only give you, you know, information through one particular lens. And so when Jake approached me and said, hey, mom, can we try this? You know, we wanted to make sure, number one, he was doing it the right way, right? Because there are a lot of uh, poor vegans out there. They're eating a lot of junk because it fits the criteria and fits the mold, but it's not necessarily healthy for him. So one thing that I do want to make sure is that if you, this is something you're considering, you are talking to somebody who can make sure that your protein needs are met, who can make sure that your you know, essential vitamins are met. You know, we really pushed hard that Jake needs to make sure he's taking a multivitamin every day and you know, that he's getting adequate protein for his workouts. You know, there's a lot of things that went into this. This wasn't just an afterthought and threw him into this. But, you know, whether you're deciding to just incorporate more plants into your diet or actually convert all the way over to a vegan diet, you know, it's really important that you know the information, you know both sides. It's just, it's really important to do your homework with this because the last thing you want is to get nutrient deficiencies, especially, especially as a teenager who is in the, in the prime of his life and still growing and developing. So let's talk a little bit about some of the benefits to converting over to a more plant-based diet. Have you personally seen any benefits to your health by eating more plants? What would you say, Jake? Um, yes, definitely. I have a lot more energy throughout the day. Sometimes I do long workouts up to like an hour and a half, and I think a plant-based diet is one of the things that gets me through them. Um, I have a really fast recovery rate. I can recover after workouts and even go on to do another cardio workout at the end of the day. And I've also lost a lot of um, body fat. Okay. So has your weight changed at all? Um, no, I've gained also a lot of muscle. Okay. So, yeah, again, making sure, um, again, as I'm wearing my mom hat and my dietitian hat, we've had a lot of conversations about motives, 
um, why he's doing this. Uh, yes, he's very sports-minded and very athletically driven. So we want to make sure, again, he's doing this the healthiest way and that he's able to work out and exercise in ways that support his, his goals. I think that's important. All right, Jake, what would you say your biggest challenge has been? Staying motivated is probably a really hard challenge because especially when you think about the foods that you love before, like grilled chicken and everyone around me is eating it. I just You have to remember um, why you started in the first place, and that's been why I've kept going. Guys, I probably harassed Jake for the first month that he uh, was following this diet because he was so diligent with it. He was so motivated. He did not waver at all. And I kept asking him, I'm like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Because if I can tap into the secret of his motivation, maybe I can share that with some of my clients. But I just have to say, I've been really proud of him and his decision to to stay strong with it because, you know, some of my other kids have well okay let me back up so we've tried a lot of vegan recipes um, because mom does not want to cook two different dinners every night and in trying some of these recipes even the younger kids are like why do we have to be vegan we don't want to be vegan and it's absolutely true they I'm not forcing them to to adapt to this lifestyle so there are nights that we have vegan meals and there are nights that we have protein based and everyone's got to learn to adapt to the situation so Jake you know the other night we had scallops and I think you said they were one of your favorites yeah definitely and so I knew that I, I didn't do that on purpose to make it hard and he's always has the option hey do you want to eat some of this and you know he more than more times than not, he said, no, I'm going to, I'll just make myself a veggie burger. Um, but it's important that he learns how to adapt to a situation. Just like the younger kids, they have tried more foods the past three months than ever before. And I'm just so excited that this journey has actually opened up our whole entire family to new recipes and cuisines. So it's been really excited, exciting. Jake, what other health habits have you adopted around food? Um, since making this change? I've ate less desserts. Um, After dinner, I really don't eat anything. I try not to snack after dinner. Um, I've definitely been drinking more water. I I try to drink a cup of water with every meal and throughout the day. Um, I'm consistent with my taking vitamins. I take some barley green in the morning. It's a plant-based supplement. So it's basically like the equivalent of eating a salad every day. Uh, it's a just a powdered supplement that our family takes just to ensure we get all our nutrients in. So I'm sorry. So you take a multivitamin, you take and then barley green. After dinner, I usually take a multivitamin. And another thing that I've been doing is going to bed a lot earlier. And going to bed earlier helps with recovery for some of those workouts. And I can also get up earlier and begin the next day and get my especially homework done and getting my day started working out early in the morning and just getting off to a better start. Guys, this is not normal. Like 15-year-olds usually stay up till 2 and get up at noon. And Jake is going to bed at 9.30, 10 o'clock and waking up at, what time are you getting up? Uh, about like 5.30. Guys, it's it's bizarre, but we don't question it. It's, it's good. We're going with it. Um, Jake, I've noticed some of your eating habits have changed over the past few months. Can you share a little bit about them? Sure. 
I only eat when I'm hungry, and that's that was something that was really hard to change in the beginning. Um, I used to eat out of boredom a lot, and one thing I do now is when I walk into the kitchen, I ask myself, am I hungry? And more than half the time, the answer is no, and I have to go find something else to do. Um, and so what do you do? What are your alternatives? Um, I usually drink water, and that sometimes solves the problem for me right away. And also something I have to do is during meals, I eat a lot slower. I take my time and I taste my food and because eating is something that I enjoy so it's something that I want to take the time to do. Um, I also sit down to eat when I'm preparing my lunch or cutting up vegetables instead of eating while I'm preparing it I get it all ready and then I sit down and eat it just so I can relax while I'm eating my food and I'm also consistent with my meal times. I usually eat two snacks a day between lunch and breakfast. I mean, one, I'm sorry. One snack between lunch and breakfast and then one snack between lunch and dinner, and that's it. Okay, and what made you adapt all these new health habits? Because these are fabulous. These are things that I am consistently trying to to recommend to my clients every day. How in the world did you figure all that out? now? <laughs> um, well, I've done a lot of research about how to eat a healthier diet, and I come across things like like that tip on how to ask yourself if you're hungry. That was something that I found on a training Nike training app just on the nutrition tab and just looking up random tips every day and just something that can help. Yeah, guys. So just to let you know, we were talking about this right before we taped this and I was like, where did you learn all this stuff? Jake, did you read my book? He's like, um, no, I found it online. So, Jake, it, okay, so this is kind of off the, the itinerary here. But, you know, does having a mom that's a dietitian help you or make it harder? Um, it definitely helps in the first place because usually the pantry and the things we eat for dinner are healthy. So it's already like... All the food that I need to eat is already there. It's already in the fridge, so I already have everything I need to um, that I want to eat in my diet. So, you know, it's always this fine line. Like, if you're, I remember when you guys were young. Well, I still have younger kids, but when you were little, it was like, why do you have to be a dietitian, and why do we always have to eat so healthy? And it was, you know, I'm like, because we do, and that's who I am, and that's what our family does. Um, but I feel like this could have gone in either direction because of what I do and the kinds of food. You could either completely rebel against it or you can adapt it. So what made you move towards it instead of away? Well, I think now that the older I'm getting, the more thankful I am for having a dietitian as a mom because I can eat like this. And I know some other kids aren't as fortunate as me who don't really get to pick what they eat for dinner or don't really have the healthy snacks that they need. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about what a typical day looks like. Um, I want you to share with our listeners. So walk us through a, what a normal day looks like for your diet. What do you eat? I usually eat three main meals a day and two snacks. For breakfast, I usually eat a big, ba- a big bowl of berries, which is usually raspberries, blackberries, strawberries, and blueberries. And then I also have two slices of Dave's bread, one with peanut butter, and one with guacamole. Then for a snack, 
usually after my workout, I have a protein shake. And then for lunch, I usually have three vegetables, which is peppers, cucumbers, and carrots. And sometimes I sub out for tomatoes or celery. And then I also have a quinoa burrito with guacamole and salsa, and then usually a veggie burger. And then again in the afternoon when I have my other snack, I usually have a banana with peanut butter and shredded coconut, or sometimes some energy bites. And Jake, why don't you describe what, what's in those energy bites? So the energy bites are oats, peanut butter, and chocolate, and a couple other ingredients that you roll up into a ball, and it's like a protein bite that you can make. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's flaxseed, chia seed. Uh, we put a little bit of honey. You can use agave nectar. Um, but they're really great because you just dump all the ingredients into a bowl and basically roll them into balls and then set them in the freezer. So they're great for a snack that you can pre-make and then just grab and go when you need it. Okay. And then next for dinner, it varies every night. Like last night we had grilled chickpea burgers with fries and cauliflower bites and then a bunch of grilled vegetables like like asparagus, onions, zucchini, and mushrooms. All right. Awesome. Okay, Jake, thanks. And guys, I just, I know you're going to be very jealous of this, but Jake is completely spoiling me right now. Um, he is in that kitchen helping me cook almost every night when I'm home. And when I'm in the office seeing clients two nights a week, he actually makes dinner on the nights I'm not home. So I am just so proud of him for, again, taking responsibility for his health, but also, you know, learning this whole process. I am such a big believer in getting kids in the kitchen because cooking is a life skill. Like you've got to know how to do this. You can't rely on other people because other people typically cook unhealthy things. And if you want to to do this and you want to do it well, you've got to take charge. So it has been so amazing, you know, talking about food, planning meals with Jake, and then actually executing them, going into the kitchen. Uh, it First of all, it just makes the whole experience so much more enjoyable having another hand in the kitchen and somebody to talk to. Um, but it's just, I don't know, I feel like, you know, a legacy is getting passed on with, you know, helping him do that. And, and I'm hoping, you know, when there is a time where eventually he'll move out and he'll have a family of his own, he can pass on these healthy tips to, to his kids. So Jake, let's talk about dinner because that's something that pretty much your rest of your diet is pretty much on. Like you do the same breakfast, the same snacks, the same lunch. We've talked about their nutrients. We've talked about making them as healthy as we can, making sure you're getting adequate calories. But dinner is where we have a lot more flexibility. So talk to me about dinners. What are some of your favorites that we've been making? My favorite dinners so far has been um, a spicy General Tso's cauliflower that I made over rice. And that was really good. And that tasted just as good as the one you would order from a Chinese restaurant on takeout. And another thing was a tofu noodle bowl with peppers, mushrooms, bok choy, and peanut sauce. That was another recipe that was really good. And I guess we should add that um, Jim, my husband, is in love with that peanut sauce. I mean, how many times does he make you make that? Um, pretty much every single meal with rice or anything, we have to make more peanut sauce. <laughs> yeah, Jim is always like, what is this stuff? Jake, can you make me more? Like, he loves it. 
So let's talk a little bit because you did mention tofu. So what are some of those foods that you've added to your diet to make sure you're getting enough protein? Yes, I've added a lot of tofu to dinners and also TVP, which is textured vegetable protein, I'm pretty sure. And any substitutions that you make with TVP or the tofu, you can make any recipe just as good as it was before, if not better, with using those proteins. All right, Jake. So every single one of my episodes, I always share a recipe. So let's do that right now. Let's talk about tofu because a lot of people aren't familiar with how to make it, how to cook it, what's the best way. Uh, do you do you remember the recipe offhand? Because you've made it quite a few times. Yes, I know the recipe. All right. So can you share how how do we make our tofu? All right. So tofu is always better when it's crispy and done well. So to make the best tofu... Um, usually buy extra firm tofu, and you always want to drain the water out multiple times. So drain it before you before you cut it up, and then after you cut it up, drain it again by putting a little pressure on it with paper towels, and then cutting it up into smaller pieces will allow it to get more crispy. So once you get all those um, pieces of tofu in a bowl, you can add a tablespoon of cornstarch, a tablespoon of soy sauce, and a tablespoon of olive oil. And you just combine that in a bowl, mix it up a few times, put it on a sheet pan, and bake at 400 for about 30 minutes. And you can, I usually sometimes do it a little longer. It just gets it more crispy and flipping it halfway through, make sure it gets crispy on both sides. Yeah. And I think we've used that recipe now for like our noodle bowls. We've done it for stir fries. Is there anything else we've added it to that you can think of? Mm, not sure. Not sure? Okay. Um, I think we've definitely uh, increased our Asian cuisine more these past couple weeks uh, than we've ever had before. Um, and the TVP. So TVP, is t- like Jake said, is textured vegetable protein. And it's basically like a soy crumble. So it can be used in any recipe where you would use ground meat or you know ground beef, ground turkey, any of that stuff. So Jake, where have we used TVP the most? Um, the most, we've probably used it in making meat sauce with pasta. And if you put the TVP in the meat sauce, you just open up the TVP from the package, soak it in water, and then drain it. And you can put the TVP with sauce, and it takes tastes exactly the same as either beef or turkey or whatever you would use. And then where else do we use TVP? We've also used TVP a lot in making burritos or tacos. And if you add the taco seasoning, it tastes exactly the same as it would before. Yeah. So these are really easy swap outs. Um, if you're thinking about trying some of these new foods, um, incorporating them into recipes you're already familiar with, and like Jake said, our family really hasn't noticed a difference. So why not? Um, one of the dietitians I work with, she lives near an ethnic market where they sell big bags of dried TVP. And guys, a whole bag, which is I think around 14 ounces for a big bag of it, um, that can feed our family three times. And as you know, we have a large family. So for seven of us, we can feed our family for three meals off of one bag of TVP. That is $3.25. That's crazy. You can't find any animal protein for that for that price. So, you know, definitely try some of these things. I think you guys, you might, you might surprise yourself about how much you like it. 
All right, Jake, just a couple more questions. How have your food preferences changed since converting your diet? Um, I used to be a very picky eater before. I wouldn't I would sometimes pass by on salads after dinner um salads for dinner and I wouldn't try new things because I was scared that I wouldn't like it. Now I pretty much will try anything. Um some things before that I didn't like were red beets and mushrooms and even onions and now I love them because I've tried them for the first time and I like them in recipes and dinners. Okay, Jake, so here's another follow-up question. What made you get over that hump and decide to actually try these things instead of just being convinced you don't like them? One thing was red beets and mushroom red beets and onions I have tried before and I didn't like, but then trying them different ways like on the grill or chopping them up or even in a drink, I really found ways to incorporate them in my diet and even mushrooms before. I just always thought mushrooms were disgusting and I I've never, I had never tried a mushroom and I just assumed that they were disgusting and never tried them. And then I tried them one day and I didn't think they were bad at all. Awesome. All right, Jake. So let's leave our listeners with a couple tips or tricks that you found that can maybe help them get started in, in their own personal journey. So what are some, what are like your top three tips that you could share if somebody wanted to get started with eating more plants in their diet? Okay. Um, Number one would be slowly transition from eating a regular balanced diet to a vegan or vegetarian diet. So slowly increase your portions of vegetables at meals and then slowly decrease your portions of meat. And this would just allow for a slow transition so you can get into the um, routine of eating more vegetables at your diet. Um, Number two is start with vegetables you like. So always eat, start with eating vegetables that you like instead of just jumping into vegetables that you hate right away. You can slowly ease them into your diet instead of just going right for them and then just ended up quitting because it was too hard to fit them into your diet. And finally is meal plan. If you meal plan your entire week before, instead of just going to the grocery store and making whatever you feel like that night, you have a way better chance of eating healthy meals each night because you already know what you're going to make for that night. So this will help you not pile your cabinets with a bunch of snacks or junk for dinner because you will have planned this before the week, a week ahead. Awesome. Jake, thank you so much. I mean, seriously, I know that this is probably the last thing you want to do is, um, is answer questions on your mom's podcast, but I really feel like the information you shared today is, is so helpful. And, you know, even again, if we can just help one person in their own journey, then we've done our job. So just thank you again for being here. Thank you. And um, guys, uh, thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricspa.com. Or you can find us on socials. We're on Instagram at bodymetricshealth or on Facebook at Bodymetrics Health and Wellness Services. 
The book, Nourish, Eat, Repeat, is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.